0: IVM. You are listening to The Signal Daily. Brought to you by Front Page Studios. In the world of entertainment, they say the show must go on. And indeed, the 72nd edition of the Miss Universe Beauty Pageant managed to put up a glamorous show despite the ballooning debts in the background that nearly plunged the franchise's future into crisis. Thai media company JK and Global Group subsidiary JK and Legacy, which owns the pageant, is now looking at a co-ownership with a Mexican partner to avert the financial crisis. In the latest development, JK and Legacy will be selling a 50% stake in the brand to Legacy Holding Group USA, which is owned by Mexican businessman Raul Rocha. He also holds the Miss Universe Mexico copyright. And as per Bloomberg, and Global will still hold a remaining 50% stake in and Legacy and retain control over the owner of the Miss Universe copyright. Now, this comes merely a year after Thai media mogul and Jakar Fong, Jakra Jutitip, who heads JKN Global Group, acquired Miss Universe and its subsidiary pageants Miss USA and Miss Teen USA for a hefty $20 million. For JKN, which owns television networks, it seemed like a promising asset at the time, since Asian countries have a pretty good track record of winning the competition. Philippines alone has won it four times, while Indian beauty queens Sushmita Sen, Lara Datta and Harna Sandhu have brought home the coveted crown thrice. But the truth is, pageant shows don't really draw a big audience anymore. In 2021, for instance, the Miss Universe viewership nose by a solid 30%. And in 2022, with 2.4 million viewers, the show drew the smallest audience ever. And understandably, the Trump-owned era of Miss Universe was fraught with controversy, sexism, and deeply problematic male gaze. And that's why the Anne era of Miss Universe was supposed to be a game-changer. For starters, as a trans activist and the first woman to own the organization, she had already revised the format of the show, allowing mothers, married or divorced women, transgender women and plus size contestants to participate in the pageant. She also had big ideas around expanding the Miss Universe business to generate $32 million in revenue by 2025 by foraying into new merch lines. But clearly, all this isn't enough to renew people's interest in the pageantry. Because just a few months back in November 2023, Anne filed for bankruptcy after facing a quote-unquote liquidity problem and missing the repayment deadline on loans worth 3 billion Thai baht or nearly $84 million. And in the past year, JKN shares fell by 80%. Not only that, the funding for the Miss Universe deal was raised through bonds, but JKN failed to meet a $12 million loan repayment deadline that was due on 1st September. And as per financial filings, JKN reported total liabilities of approximately $209 million. So the partnership with Rahul Rocha may arrest the crisis for now. But will anything be able to make beauty pageants in vogue again? For the next few minutes, you're going to know a little more than you did yesterday from the world of technology, business, policy, and anything that leaves you with food for thought. Hello, I'm Manaswini, and this is the Deep Dive for 25th January 2024. One of the most quintessentially American cable TV attractions is now shifting to Netflix. The streaming platform just sealed a massive $5 billion deal to stream Monday Night Raw, which is WWE's flagship show for the next 10 years, starting 2025. And by the way, it's the same show that turned Dwayne The Rock, John Cena, and Stone Cold Steve Austin into living legends. Netflix will first start streaming Raw in the US and the UK, but if you're in India, you may have to wait a bit longer to stream the wrestling action. But anyway, moving on, this may be among the biggest content deals Netflix has ever signed. Its last mecha purchase was a 2021 deal where it bought the Rode Dahl Story Co. for over $700 million. So now the question is, why does Netflix want the rights to stream Raw so badly? To put things in perspective, Raw, which made its debut on the USA network and American cable channel in 1993 and is currently the top dog on the network. In fact, just last Monday, it launched its 1600th episode. So this Netflix agreement is actually a historic move in that sense as it marks the first time that Raw will step away from traditional TV in its 31-year history. In fact, in a report, Fox 59 pointed out that Raw is one of the highest-rated shows in the 18-49-year-old to demographic and also trends on X, formerly known as Twitter, every single week. Simply put, Raw has a massive following in the US. But what's at play here? From what we gather, Netflix is in its New Year, New Me era. It is seriously upping its live-streaming game. This simply means viewers can expect more than just shows and movies. We are talking about live news, award ceremonies, stand-up comedy and even sports. For instance, last year, it tested the waters with a comedy special by Chris Rock and now it is gearing up to live stream a tennis exhibition match featuring Rafael Nadal and Carlos Alcaraz in March this year. Perhaps what's giving it the confidence to ink a multi-billion dollar deal and experiment with live streaming is the fact that it managed to turn its fortunes around by the end of 2023 after facing a slump in 2022. Netflix reported it snagged a massive 13.1 million subscribers in the final months of 2023, marking its biggest fourth quarter for audience growth. This also pushed its total subscriber count to a record-breaking 260.8 million worldwide as of end of 2023. But what's interesting is that Netflix figured out that a good chunk of this growth came from licensed content like The Office and Friends. Despite splurging about $17 billion annually on content, both original and licensed properties, according to a wide report, viewers are still spending a significant amount of time watching these licensed classics alongside the original shows. So now the big question is, how is it planning to foot the $5 billion bill? Well, there's speculation that Netflix might hike subscription prices. And anyway, on Tuesday, the company also announced that it is waving a goodbye to the basic subscription plan in certain countries like Canada and the UK starting in the second quarter of this year. And although WWE content won't hit the streaming scene until next year, Netflix already has a solid 2024 to look forward to. For instance, it's got a lineup featuring fresh hits and the comeback of beloved classics such as Squid Game and Bridgerton. If you like listening to The Signal Daily, please show us some support. Rate and review us on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. We'd love to hear what you have to say about this podcast. So feel free to shoot an email at hello at signal.co. The Signal Daily is produced in association with IBM. The episode was researched, written and produced by Shorbury and me edited by Soumya Gupta, mastered and mixed by Manas and Nirvana. You can catch this podcast every morning on Spotify, Apple, Amazon Prime Music, Google Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your podcasts. We are the TheSignal.co on Instagram, LinkedIn, and Twitter.